Hello and welcome. My name's Ryan Johnson, and this is the Saltcast. Today, I welcome Paul Johnson and Jason Parr. Welcome. Thanks, Ryan. It's good to be here. Good morning. It's great to be here. I am really excited about uh, today and tomorrow in Idaho is going to be 40 degrees. We're going to see some significant <laughs> melting of the snow. You finally get above freezing. Yeah. You know, sometimes I wish I could, like, spread salt <laughs> all over. I see what you did there. I see what you did. <laughs> it's hoodie day in Dallas, but uh, tomorrow's going to be like 80 degrees. So mm. I got a tea time scheduled for tomorrow and Saturday because it's going to be like 70 down in Vegas. So that's where I'm mm. going. Mm. <laughs> all right. Sorry, so, Ryan. But you hey, enjoy listen, the 40 degrees. I'll degree. take 40, 40 <laughs> and sunny. Man, I can't. I am not going to complain. Yeah, especially uh, after the long all the snow you guys have gotten and the freezing temps like no need a break had three inches yesterday it snowed three more inches yesterday yeah well when i took the kids to school there's a big old wreck because how slick it was pieces of car everywhere it was crazy Mm. oh everyone was okay but that's good but uh every police officer was there because not much happens in rigby (laughs) idaho so they were pretty excited (laughs) Some action. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but today, guys, uh, Paul, you missed out last episode because Jason and I, we talked about the six pillars of a successful sales tax department. Mm. Something to that. And so so you missed out on the whole discussion about, you know, Lot's wife, because uh, that's not the salt pillar we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, but we're talking more about the like structural pillars, you know, that hold stuff yeah, up and that foundation. You know, if, if you like knocked one out, you know, stuff could crumble, you know, the important pillars. Um, so I kind of want to expand on that uh, today and, and kind of dive deeper into the a pillar or two. I like that. Yeah, I love it. What were the six um, pillars so, you guys chatted about? Let me give you just a, a very a brief reminder. And then maybe we can uh, dive deep into each pillar on, on the next few podcasts so we can provide a little more insight and uh, maybe even prompt some, some Q&A uh, from the marketplace uh, in, in what we think about these. But So number one, Paul, can you guess what we always start with? <laughs> Mm, starts with Nexus, baby. It oh, definitely sorry, starts with Nexus. Baby. Nexus. I didn't mean to call you baby. <laughs> uh, I'm flattered. <laughs> Starting out right. Yeah. Number one, Nexus, right? We've got to figure that out. We've talked so Most much definitely. about that. Um, the next two pillars kind of work together, but it's 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 extremely important to be able to. Um, understand the taxability of what you sell products and services mm-hmm. um, and collect tax on items that are taxable, obviously, but you want to be able mm-hmm. to collect that at the accurate rate, uh, mm-hmm. the most accurate rate. And so um, pillars two and three would be rates and taxability. And we also kind of group those up and call that determination. You got to be able to make the right determinations. Just remembering that 
you know, you could have been in one, two or three states and you understood those tax laws, but now you're in 35 states. That's a lot more tax law to understand and a lot more rates to deal with. Um, So those are two important pillars. Um, The fourth one uh, specifically would be once I know where I have nexus and I know what's taxable and I know what rate to collect, I'm collecting this tax. I've got to be able to remit that. Um, I'm remitting that across much more states. And so it's just the process of compliance, making sure that you're capturing that each month, getting that properly on the right forms and uh, timely and accurately filing that and making payment for that. So that, that, that whole compliance process is a critical aspect of um, your sales tax department or sales tax processes. Um, a, a couple of ancillary pillars to that, and I won't. I, I would say that these are pillars of the same size because they can create a lot of havoc um, when it comes to audits. But you definitely want to make sure that if your clients are claiming or your customers are claiming any type of exemption, that you're able to collect and manage exemption certificates and ensure that they're completed properly and filed properly so that they're available in case of an audit. Um, That's a big deal. One side of the coin on sales tax that we don't talk a lot about in in, uh, today's timing from Wayfair, because we've talked about sales tax so much and Nexus and getting compliant, getting registered, et cetera, um, is use tax. Um, specifically on purchases that you make, ensuring that you're not overpaying tax or underpaying tax on your purchases of expenses to run your company and your operations or fixed assets, et cetera. Um, so having some way to manage that and make sure that you've got some accuracy in tax that, that you're paying out of pocket when you're acquiring items. Um, and then, um, Number six will be, no matter how accurate you are across the board, you're likely to get correspondence from the states. That could be informational information. That's redundant. Informational information from the state. Information. Or they could be claiming some inaccuracies or some other issues that, that need to be um, addressed and resolved, right? Yeah. You don't want notices to go unresolved or unacknowledged or unaddressed. Um, that's really an important pillar. There, there's some arguments out there to say, you know, to have a, a truly successful sales tax department or sales tax process, then you also need to recognize that audits happen. And so you need to deal with audits. Our argument is if you have these six pillars uh, in place and uh, that creates a successful sales tax department, then audits resolve themselves, even though they will happen, because you're able to just present information and show that uh, you've you've got everything in place to manage both sides of the coin. Um, and then audits just seemingly go away, only because there's not much for a state to identify in those different situations. So anyway, uh, I spent probably more time than you had wanted on those, but those are the six <laughs> pillars of a successful sales tax department or the sales tax processes that you need to have in place. And um, so that begs the question, okay, um, how do we how do we develop those or manage those? So maybe we just talk about pillar That's number awesome. one, which is Nexus. And um, Paul has seen a lot of ways that people figure out whether they have Nexus or not. 
um, what we call a do-it-yourself approach, DIY. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe you're looking at a website and answering a couple questions and just trying to Mm -hmm. figure out, you know, what your situation might be state by state. Uh, Maybe you're going through a a software company or uh, some other provider that can provide you some some tools that you can enter information into and then it responds. Well, we even have on our website a tool to help clients or even non-clients <clears throat> understand if they have nexus and uh you know from an economic nexus perspective we have a map with the thresholds and so on and so forth so the diy approach is not uncommon for sure and it's one that uh, companies use to you know to kind of help get an understanding of where they're not registered but maybe they should be registered <clears throat> because we encourage everybody who's uh, you know, buying and selling product or goods or services that uh, they ought to review that Nexus footprint at least annually, if if not uh, more frequent for those that are, you know, continue to grow and see expansion and, you know, maybe you're hiring more employees or now your employees are working from home in this uh, crazy world we are in. So we're reviewing that at least annually, right? But, yeah. <clears throat> I got to tell you, if, if you go that approach, um, you know, one of our core values at Pizer Johnson is collaboration builds confidence. And um, it, we, we believe that because we've experienced that. Um, Paul and I have worked a long time together. Ryan's been with us a long time. Um, we don't make any decisions um, based on just one person's input, right? I don't make any decisions just on, even if I've really researched it well, studied it out, <clears throat> tried to determine is this the best approach, best direction, whatever the case may be. We don't make any unilateral decisions without counseling together and discussing the idea and getting some good feedback. And oftentimes if you've studied something out, then you're moving in a good direction, but those additional nods from other individuals just gives you uh, uh, increased confidence in the decisions that you make. So the reason I say this is because a lot of times if it's a DIY or worse yet, I would say, um, you've, you've, you've ran the data through a software package and the package comes back and says, hey, you should get registered in these 10 states and you should do voluntary disclosure agreements in these 15 states. And you're like, oh my goodness, that, that's really expensive. That's a lot of tax. Uh, I can see the savings. So I recognize that that, that would be good. Um, and so you just go do that. <laughs> Right. Um, And sometimes it says, hey, in this case, file a historical registration. So restore register as if you started a year ago. And then, yeah, you're going to have to pay uh, file returns and pay taxes for that back period with penalties and interest. But because it's not material, we don't recommend a voluntary disclosure agreement. Well, in the end, all we would say is collaborate with a professional. Right. If you want to get on one of our free calls. People come to us uh, often and they've already done their own study. They've already identified their risks. They're not coming to us and asking, hey, could you do this study? Sometimes it results in us doing a study because there's other items involved or other issues involved. But um, you bring it to us, we'll look at that and we'll have a good discussion. That doesn't cost you anything to have a conversation about that. But that collaboration can go a long way. 
because maybe it's not a historical registration. Maybe it's a prospective registration, recognizing um, the error of your ways historically. Um, Maybe it's a VDA. Maybe it's not a VDA. Maybe we look at it state by state and just give you some background from our experience on how aggressive some states are and what the results could be if you just went out and did it uh, yourself. So that opportunity to talk through the results just gives you much more confidence on whatever the next steps are going to be that you take. And we really mean this. It's not a marketing gimmick. There's no hard sell on our consultation. (laughs) I wish you could talk to a lot more people that have been on these calls because some people need what we do and um, we end up providing some services to help them get compliant and move in the right direction. And some people don't. Mm -hmm. And we are perfectly fine if you step away or walk away from that call with greater confidence and peace of mind in the decisions Mm -hmm. that you're making but don't really need what we have to offer. I can't tell you how many uh, calls Paul has been on where Paul's response is, you know what? Based on a review of uh, your Nexus footprint, you know, if we looked at Nexus only, maybe you need to be registered in 35 states. But we, if we look at your products and determine their taxability, um, or better yet, we look at whether you're the responsible party to collect that tax, yeah, or right. it's a marketplace facilitator or somebody else, Paul often delivers the good news. We don't recommend you do anything. (laughs) Or maybe this, you have a situation in 40 states, but our recommendation is you probably only need to move forward or do something in five states. Right. And so a lot of times some of our highest reviews um, that we get online from people who have attended uh, our what's next call or our free consultation is how uh, incredibly confident they are moving forward, even though they didn't need to move forward with Pfizer Johnson. Yeah. Right? Some of our highest. There's a lot of peace of mind that comes from understanding what the responsibility is, what comes of that, and and what are the pros and cons of doing that versus pros and cons of of being compliant or not being compliant. From a business perspective, perspective, you have to understand that there are costs associated, there are risks associated to being registered and to not being registered. And so understanding where you have that obligation and requirement and liability, and then, you know, making the business decision. I mean, just yesterday, actually, we were on a call with a current client. Um, they're, they're registered in 30 plus states, and they're collecting very minimal amount of tax. And they said to us, you know, what if I just either A, turned off my website sales or I just turned the tax off on my website sales? Well, you you understand where you have Nexus, where you have an obligation to collect and remit the tax. And if you're not going to collect the tax, here's, you know, an estimate of what that tax obligation would look like. You multiply that by three, four, seven years even, worst case scenario. And if that's going to hurt the business down the road, then... Yeah, you ought to stay registered. If it's not going to hurt the business, then yeah, you've definitely got an argument to, to deregister and just close the account and roll the dice and hope that the state doesn't come knocking. There are some, you know, some risks associated with it, but from a business perspective, cost benefit analysis, you know, you, you just have to make those decisions. And so there's a lot of peace of mind that comes from understanding, okay, what what are the risks and what are the pros and cons and how do I mitigate those and 
then from a business perspective, being able to make an educated decision because you have all the facts, you have all the pieces in front of you to understand what that looks like and how, how it could potentially end up worst case scenario. So it's, it's big. It's very collaboration. It goes a long, long way. And especially when it comes to Nexus, I mean, I can't tell you how many DIYs I've looked at or how many recommendations from a software company or what, what have you, um, that were just incorrect. Well, no, the, the threshold is not a hundred thousand dollars in Texas. It's 500,000. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Here's a legislation and here's where you can find it. Oh my goodness. So well, I'm glad I didn't register in Texas. I mean, just, just, there's some, some peace of mind and some confidence for sure that comes from the collaboration. Yeah, no doubt. And our primary core value is when you help other people, you help yourself, yeah. right? All the way down the road. So, uh, that's our purpose in, in providing these. Um, it, it's unfortunate that um, in, in our industry, we have valued our knowledge and experience so much that oftentimes there's some sort of entry-level fee to even speak to us. <laughs> yeah, That's why I love podcasts. That's why I love the conversation that we have. And uh, and even doing some webinars down the road, I think, where you can uh, disseminate some of this information and, and build some confidence in the in the marketplace. But mm-hmm. um, to charge you to collaborate on something like that, we're just not going to do that. We want to help people. Uh, we want to help them gain confidence in their next steps. And uh, we, we acknowledge that we are experts in the field of sales and use tax. And we have a lot to offer in that regard. But but uh, we would only charge when we're really providing a value-added service, right? Yeah. Um, not just some peace of mind and, and uh, confidence and, and next yeah. steps. We even met with an international uh, company yesterday, and they were just sharing in their country that um, paying for the consulting up front before contracting to do some sort of work is just unheard of. And so as they uh, are introduced to... Uh, U.S. consulting firms and opportunities, they've been kind of surprised by the number of people who want to pay to talk, so to speak. And uh, that's just not our world. So truly, not a hard sales call. We want to give out good information. We want you to have good information. But most importantly, we want you to make decisions based on really good information. So we'd love to hear from you, love to learn what you're what's going on in your world and uh, help you a little bit with sales tax if that's what you need. Amen. Shout Thank out to our, to our founding partner, Andy, who wrote the book, start with Nexus, right? There you go. There it is. That's where it's at. Yeah. Behind you. Pillar one. Pillar one. Yeah, I think, I think that's great. And, you know, it's important to build out that pillar and, you know, it's like we can provide that collaboration and that's what we want to do. So come on in, stop on by. Let's chat. Oh, I thought you were about to sing a jingle. I wasn't <laughs> sure maybe if you'd come up with the jingle. <laughs> I'll just, I'll do in that part and then there you go. And then turn it into a jingle. There you go. I thought you were about to do one of those. Won't you be my neighbor? Uh, <laughs> but yes, yes. We'd love to chat. I, yeah, I used to, you know, my, one of being a dad, one of the favorite parts of being a dad for me is embarrassing my kids. And so, 
So as we, uh, as I used to walk my kids to the bus stop, they won't let me do it anymore. You know, I would turn on, you know, the Mr. Rogers jingle, you know, mm -hmm. but they would just embarrass them. So now they don't let me walk to the bus stop with them. So mm. I've ruined That's that. That's rough. But, learned. You know. That's rough. <laughs> Uh, but guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, great discussion, and we hope to see you on another one. Thank All you. right. Catch you later.